Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today I have with me the fabulous Randy Bryant. Good morning, Randy. Good morning. I'm so happy that you're here because you were, I think, one of the first ever people on my podcast, and now you are here to talk about your business specifically because the last time you were a part of a panel, right? Yes. Yeah. It was, I think it was like five or six of us and it was awesome. It was an awesome kind of a round table. Fantastic. Talking to all the ladies and kind of hearing where they're from and what they're doing. And yeah, it was great. It was a fun experience. Well, I'm glad to have you today. And I want you to tell the listeners about you and your business, where you're from and how you got started doing what you're doing. Okay. So, uh, like you said, I am Randy Bryant and I own a business that I call Mickey Ann. Um, it is a handmade jewelry business. Every piece is made starting from sheet metal and wire. I use uh, sterling silver and recycled copper. I source my stones from vendors that I have actually found through Instagram, uh, but they're all natural. Uh, anything from labdurite to I got some amethyst in the other day like I use all kind like the anything that catches my eye I found this uh this awesome chick in Michigan named Katie that actually uh, is a potter that makes stones for jewelers and they are some of my absolute favorite to set I uh so I create bezel cups for the stones make rings and pendants and I've uh, been doing a lot of uh, sawing and cutting lately for different pendants. Uh, I consider myself a mama wolf instead of the, the usual mama bear. So I've been cutting out some mama wolves and the other night I busted out some mama bears because I was like, well, you know, I know that's kind of the trend and the thing. So as much as I like to, to break it out and, and be kind of different, I was like, let me kind of kind of turn it back in and, and, and hit the trend. So, uh, cut it out some mama bears and they actually, I, they're, you know, they kind of growing on me. They're kind of cute. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, custom pieces are probably my favorite. Um, I've helped a couple of brides get their bridesmaids gifts. We've done love knot rings and earrings and, I just, I love kind of being a part of that story and then being able to tell their bridesmaids, thank you for just being a part of my day and my life. And it's uh, one of the things that, you know, I'd kind of like to break out into a little bit more. Um, so that's, and I've been doing this, so I've been doing it for five years. It all started um, because I was looking for a job, uh, found myself unemployed <laughs> by no faults of my own and needed something to do. And so I actually started out wire wrapping pendants for, um, that looked like bird's nest and they were super cute and, um, and making friendship bracelets with button closures. Uh, if you look at my logo, when you check out my Facebook page and my Instagram, you check out my logo and there's buttons kind of everywhere. Um, it all started because my grandmother's, um, taught me how to sew and craft and do things with my hands. And so that that's kind of where, and that's actually how I got my name. My dad's mom, everybody called her Mickey. I don't really know why. I uh, cannot tell you why, but uh, so everybody called her Mickey and my mom's mom is Peggy Ann. So I took the Peggy, I took the Ann and the Mickey and put them together and got Mickey Ann. And so that's, that's where, that's where the name came from, kind of paying homage to them 
And so I realized the other day that I was talking to a girlfriend and realized I love setting things on fire as far as like, that's how you make bezel cups. And that's how you like, I solder things. I use a, a torch and, um, I realized the other day that that actually comes from my grandfather. My mom's mom was a welder and had, uh, that's what he did till he retired. And that's, um, that's, I actually spent a lot of time in his shop uh, when he was actually welding. I'd have to go out of the shop because of not having an extra mask to protect my eyes. And so for safety, I'd have to leave the room, but of the process came from. So it's like this whole kind of growing up experience gave me this love of, of creating and crafting and making things with my hands. And so that's, that's kind of where it all started. You know, it kind of goes back to, to, to being a little girl in Virginia and growing up in the country and hanging out on the farm. And so, yeah, that's, that's kind of me in a nutshell as far as the business is concerned. So I get so much out of you just in what you're talking about. You're talking about your mom, your grandma, your grandpa. You're doing handmade jewelry from sterling silver copper um, mm -hmm. with specific stories. So this is personalized jewelry, but it's, it's so different because you're talking about buttons, fire, torches. It's just amazing because even talking about mama wolf, mama bear, there's so much emphasis behind family, emotion, stories. So with all that said, and when you, you put all of that, I get history, I get um, feeling, but I get a story. So what is the story about? Because I'm thinking health or the creativity or healing. There's something to do with all of that somewhere in there. So go ahead and, and tell the listeners how this all came about and, and what it does for you when you're making this jewelry for people. So, um, so well, with the jewelry specifically, um, it's very therapeutic for me. Um, I last, uh, 2017 was a journey where I had to kind of put the jewelry on the back burner. Um, I went through cancer treatment. And so that was, you know, loads of fun, uh, not sarcasm in my voice. So, uh, you know, nothing, <laughs> but I love it though, because you sound so <laughs> nothing, nothing fun about it. Like, you know, I'm, I'm looking at you and you're so much brighter than the last time I saw you. So that's why I wanted you to, I wanted to pull it out of you because people often are afraid to talk about these things, but it is therapeutic. Like you're, you know, this is part of your journey and it has so much to do with where you've been and where you're going and what it does for you. So yeah, the sarcasm is, is real. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I think for me, art, art in general is therapeutic. Um, you know, my, my child, my kind of childhood and adolescence was kind of, um, thwarted, I guess, with kind of my own mental health demons and trying to figure them out. And dance and drama were my outlets during, during that time period. And so I found, I kind of found a way to beyond like, beyond like 
the church and people and, and, and the support from the church and, and my relationship with God walked me through that, but also having an outlet, I think you need something to do with your hands and a way to, to express yourself, Mm -hmm. um, to kind of help you walk out that healing. And so for me, the arts have just always been that thing. And so when I found myself kind of down in the dumps and depressed, cause I didn't have a job, like, what am I going to do? How am I going to help support my family? It was, wait a minute, I have all these art supplies and I have this ability to make these, these bracelets. And, and then it just kind of, it just kind of snowballed and, and in a good way. And then it was like, Oh wait, people make crafts and take them to church events and do them and sell their products. And okay, let me do a Facebook business page. And so it just kind of became this thing. And it, and then, you know, I got a job and kind of started out part-time jobbing in a couple of different places and, but always kept like coming back and wanting to do the jewelry and then found myself able to take a, a metal smithing class and kind of get that basic, the basic knowledge that I needed, that foundation so that I could continue to grow my craft and my skill. And it was like, okay, I'm, I'm down with this. Like I kind of kept going and kept going and I love this and I want to keep doing this. And then I got a job where I was Monday through Friday, kind of that eight to four. And it was like, it, it allowed me to have my weekends off so I could, I call, I call it gigging. I go on the weekends and I do events and I, you know, I'm vendor. And so my evenings, once my little girl goes to bed is spent making and then bam, got this, this diagnosis. And it was like, wait a minute, I'm 33 years old. What am I doing getting a cancer diagnosis? One that kind of because of family history, I sort of almost expected, but definitely didn't expect at 33. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect to spend my, you know, my 34th birthday going through, going through chemo, you know, and bald and losing my hair. And, and so in the whole process, I, I still found myself being kind of creative and making and I found a way to like oh well I use this technique and I use this technique and let me combine them and it was still like focusing my mind somewhere else so it wasn't like we're in this kind of terrible situation of like horrible stuck like yeah this is awful so let me focus and do and do something with my hands and i didn't do as many events um i have one that i do every every may that is near and dear to my heart and so we did do that one um and that's you know friend we have friends that organize it and um, so we do, it's, it's a, it's a barbecues and brews fest and I've made some amazing friends through that event. I've got some return customers that, you know, see me from across the field and come running and it's just, it's a joy to see them every year. And so, you know, and the barbecue is delicious. And so it's just, it's this great time. And so I had, you know, that event, like I said, was just really near and dear to my heart. And I was like, I really just, I have to do that one. Um, so 
you know, crafted, made some pieces, had, you know, had some stuff. And I was like, all right, I feel good about this. Did that one. And, and just kind of continued through the journey and continued through, um, through the process. And then, uh, spent some time, spent some time after surgery in July where I couldn't make, and it was like, hold up, (laughs) this is not fun. Like I can't hold my tools. I can't, I can't do anything. And so that was, that was hard. Um, like being, being at a place where you want to do something, but you can't. Um, so it was, that was, that was a time of planning and that was a time of like focusing on the aspects of kind of business that I'm not, I don't always take the time to do the, you know, the, the bookkeeping and, and all of that kind of the stuff that's not as, not as fun, I guess, as the production side of things. So, uh, yeah. So then, um, come, come kind of the end of October or the middle of October when I finished, uh, radiation and got finished with, with treatment, it, you know, took a couple of weeks to really heal from that and, um, like physically heal. Cause that was, that was pretty hard. Uh, definitely, definitely was, trying to do chemo again instead of continuing with radiation. I was like, are you guys sure I can't do chemo again? Like, please. (laughs) I'm like, uh, yeah, I asked him several times. I'm like, uh, I'm kind of done with this. Can we, can I go back upstairs? Um, but yeah, so got, got kind of healed from that process and, and kind of, and just kind of hit it hard, had some, found some events for the fall and, and, did them and met some great people. And, and then it was like, okay, come January, I'm going to really focus on when can we turn this up? And I've done so many more events this year than I've done any of the last four that I've been in. I've been in, so October 13th was five years in business. And which is awesome. This yeah, I mean, I, it's it's kind of overwhelming to think about because it's like, huh, I've actually, and I mean, and it's to a point where like the business pays for itself. The business, you know, doesn't necessarily make me like a ton of money, but that's okay. It pays for itself. It's a, it's a self-paying hobby. <laughs> Which is good. And it's you know, that, that's growing. Do, then that's, that's, that's the joy that a lot of people are missing in their lives is the purpose. You know, and that's why I was asking mm-hmm. about that story because so many people don't understand what it's like to wake up and be free to do what you want to do. Right. You know, you yeah, no. So, I mean, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, we don't have to say, and I hate so, my like, boss. I do. We don't have to say, I hate my boss. Do what? Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't, you know, and that's the thing. Like, I have, you know, I have, um, a full-time job. I, you know, I still do the Monday through Friday, but I, 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 I enjoy what I do. Um, I'm a program manager for a family service organization and, and I enjoy what I do, but I do find myself a lot of times going, Hmm, I could be at home making jewelry. I could be at home planning for an event. I could be, and so it's, it's, it's kind of hard. It's like finding that balance and, and finding that, 
getting to a point where you can be your own boss full time and and be able to to take care of of everything that you have to take care of. It's a really hard so I think, you know, for a that, lot of people. Yeah. It, it takes a lot of faith. It takes yeah. a lot of time. And as long as you're doing it part-time, it's hard to do the networking part of it because right. then you don't have the full-time customer base that will sustain it. So it's a catch-22. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, and I think, too, like I find myself, uh, I did actually do some networking at an event um, ended up meeting the event coordinator and wedding planner for, um, I guess, I guess she was a, she's a, she's a solo wedding planner, but does events for a local cider company. And we had this amazing conversation. Well, I walked away without a card. <laughs> I walked away without, like, I walked away giving her my information without getting hers. And so I can't follow up. And that's, and it's, it's little things like that, that I do that I'm going, mm, gotta remember to do these things, girl, like you're dropping mm -hmm. the ball. Mm -hmm. And because, I mean, I, I genuinely think that like we hit it off and we could have, but she's also busy and she does, you know, 30 some odd weddings a year and she's, you know, bat, you know, juggling brides. And so, I mean, I, I can't imagine that she's going to remember this, but I mean, there is the benefit that she, she did buy jewelry from me and she did take several cards. And so hopefully that that will turn into something because again, I would love, I'd love to be making earrings and, and bracelets and things for bridesmaids gifts and, and being a part of that. So yeah, I, you know, and, and those doors will open. I think, I do think you have to help pry them a little bit. Sometimes you do you can't you just know, sit and wait. It's that confidence thing that we build, you know, it's, it's, it comes with time, you know, of, of being able to show value and, you know, knowing our identity. And that's what I'm working on now is that, you know, once we know who we are, what our gift is and what our purpose is for others, you know, when we're able to to just do that full time, it is so different and you feel different and then you make yourself a priority. Like, yes, yeah, she's busy, but guess what? You have value and you need to make yourself a priority always because what you have and what you're doing is just as important as somebody else's gift. And so that's the right. thing that we have to always understand because we often diminish ourselves and our abilities. And it's, it has a lot to do with, you know, um, being a servant. You, you talk about your other job and I used to work in that field. And so you're a servant leader, you're, you're a giver. And so a lot of times givers don't really benefit a whole lot in, in, in business because we give too much, you know? And, and so we don't do what we do to get rich. We do what we do to make other people happy, but we also have to make ourselves happy and work harder, not smarter. And so it's, that's one of the things that I find is, is, um, is a conflict for a lot of people is being able to balance that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, reminding myself that, um, you know, that I have, I'm, and, and it's not even that I don't know that I have value cause I do, I, um, you know, I, I bring a lot to the table. It's, it's remembering that, 
kind of those little things in the moment, like got to have a business card on me to give out, got to remind people that I'm, I'm the, I'm the one you want to come to. If you have something made, you, you have something you want made or you, you know, I have, uh, I have a girl that, that contacted me and said, Hey, I have this stone. Is there anything you can do with it? And I looked at it and my first thought, I'll be completely honest was no, I can't do anything with that because everything I've ever used has been polished and (laughs) has been polished and cut and, and like the way that it's supposed to be like the, like nice and shiny. And, and this was this rough piece of this, this kind of rough uncut stone. And I was like, it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous piece of turquoise, but what in the world am I going to do with it? And then I was like, nope, we're not thinking about it like that. Not going to do it. So I actually, I ended up like planning out exactly how I was going to do this ring and it didn't work. (laughs) I had to completely redesign what I was doing, which is totally fine. It ended up fantastic. She loved it. Um, and posting the picture ended up getting me more work, um, which was fantastic. Um, and so it's, it's remembering that like you have to, sometimes you have to think beyond, like, don't just give up on that initial thought. Like, Oh no, I'm afraid I can't do it. Mm, yeah. Shake that off. Like, no doubt. Like you have to step out. And I read, I was reading something, um, the other day. Um, I'm, uh, Rachel Hollis is become one of my like favorite social media gurus to follow and she wrote this book called girl wash your face and it's absolutely fantastic and i hear a lot um not not (laughs) not an advertisement but certainly a plug because it's it's um it's a great book but so she posted the other day she posted and it says that you know we're not we're not always afraid of of failure but what other people will think of our failure and that really like hit home with me because it was like, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily worry about not being able to do something, but I'm worried about what someone else is going to say about me not being able to do that thing. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to, it, it comes back to, to being true to ourselves and understanding that we can't, we can't depend on what another person thinks we should or shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And, and so, I mean, and it's not, it's not easy. It it's, it's certainly not, um, you know, I'm going through a situation in my life right now, um, where people are questioning why I'm making the choices that I'm making, but I have to remember that they're not easy choices and I'm not making them lightly, but I'm, I'm making them because I deserve better. And I want my daughter to know that she deserves better. And, you know, she, she already, <laughs> she is so much uh, a mini me in every shape of, in every shape and form. And she, you know, she walked with me. She was six when I got diagnosed with cancer. And, you know, I tell people all the time, I would never wish for cancer, but the lessons that she has learned are lessons that I could never have taught her without it. Yeah. And for that, I'm thankful. She is one of the most empathetic eight-year-olds that I have ever met in my life. And you can't teach empathy. 
you really can't. And she, she is able to, to, to see a person and be like, Hmm, this doesn't look good. This doesn't look like they're in a good place. And she's able to, to want to step out and, and help. And, and it's, and it's great. You know, I woke up this morning and she's like, happy Halloween. I'm handing out candy. And I'm like, what? Like, what are you doing? She's like walking around the house, putting candy on nightstands. And I'm like, you're so silly. And she just, and that, but that's what she loves to do. Like she's, she's like, and this person is dressing as this thing. And this is how I'm going to help them get ready. And this person is going to do this and I'm going to help them with this. And you know, she, she has her own business. She sets up with me at events and she sells soap that she makes. And, you know, she, she, she is why I don't give up on anything. And I tell her all the time, she's my greatest gift. It's awesome because we're given what we need when we need it. And we go through the things in life that we go through because a lot of the things that break us down give us strength. And Mm -hmm. so that is why I always harp on the stories because everybody thinks that they can't do things because this happened to them. And what people need to understand is you can do it because that happened to you. And so you have to be able to tap into that stuff because jewelry and art, and when you have an artistic brain, art is a gift. It's a coping skill. It's given even humor, you know, like I laugh a lot to keep from crying, you know, and a lot of people don't get that is that you have to find ways to cope, but those things are what give you the leg up on other people. And so you just got to use what you got. And we're given a lot. We just, a lot of times we don't do anything with it. And so, you know, our kids even learn from everything that we go through, whether good or bad. And we can never apologize and we can never regret anything. We just have to make sure that we make use of it and don't let it be in vain. And so, you know, your daughter sees that being an entrepreneur is, is totally possible and doable. And no matter what happens to you, you get up and you keep pushing. And it's funny because I have an eight-year-old and she's empathetic too. She's extremely sensitive. She's the middle child, but she is so sensitive. But mm. you can tell a lot by what a child's gone through and what they see because they pick up the, we call her Mama Leah because she's everybody's mama. She wants to take care of the five-year-old and she wants to, you know, take care of everybody else. And she told me the other day, sit down, you know, you just had surgery, sit down, you know, mm. and it's interesting, but you know, we look at who they're going to be and, and it's our job to make sure that we mold them right. And so your daughter's already got those lessons, but it's, it's interesting how, it's interesting where our strength comes from. So I just want you to tell people what it is about your jewelry that, um, and how they can get it and who particularly you, you, you um, are, are working for now so that listeners know how to find you. Um, so I, post i am i'm terrible about keeping things in an online shop i don't have a website i'll be completely honest uh so facebook uh if you go facebook.com backslash create mickey ann uh no k so it's m-i-c-k-y-a-n-n um so on instagram it's actually create underscore mickey ann if you ever see a picture and you're like i want that just shout out at me, uh, direct message, private message. Um, I have been posting more in the online shop that I have, and that is at the Gypsy Spoonful. Um, so it's gypsyspoonful.com 
backslash uh, backslash market backslash vendor backslash Mickey Ann. Uh, it can't be easy. I don't do anything easy. <laughs> um, I'm also really, you know, my my email is createmickeyann at gmail.com. An email for, you know, this is this is what I want. This is what I'm looking for. Um, I have a huge box of stones. If you're looking for something specific, I snap pictures and send them to folks all the time and let them pick them out. Uh, that's the, actually the last ring I made was a, was a custom. A lady was like, I want turquoise. I sent her every turquoise stone that I had. And she was like, wait, now I don't know which one. <laughs> so we did that. Um, yeah. So, and then if you are in Virginia and you're looking for something to do, I put my schedule on book page this, uh, let's see, when will Saturday will be, if you hear this before Saturday, it'll be the November 3rd and I'll be in Hampton, Virginia at Buckrow Beach. And like I said, then my schedule will be on Facebook and Instagram and where I'll be out and about. And you're more than welcome to come say hi. And um, I, right now, all of the pieces I'm making are, um, I've got a, a piece that I'm working on for a local, a young man that actually plays Santa. Um, that's like his life's goal <laughs> is wow. to play Santa. So he asked me to make him a ring. Um, and so I'm still toying with ideas, but I'm pretty excited with the ideas that I, he basically just said, I want a reindeer or snowflakes. So yeah, I don't know. We're going to see what, what comes of that. I've got some ideas in mind, but I don't know. We'll see. Awesome. All right. Well, I want to say that um, you inspire me because I know that you have health issues or whatever, but you're also maintaining a nine to five and being in business for five years. That's awesome because a lot of people either make or break, but a lot of people give up. And I really want women to understand that you can do whatever you want. And even our daughters, I want them to understand it. I'm trying to get my 13 year old in on, on anything, doing my graphics or anything. She has no interest. And it's mm -hmm. like, you know, do something that matters. So you're doing something that matters and you're doing something that people can wear and that people can feel. And that is awesome. So I just want to tell you that you're special. Well, thank you very much. And I appreciate, you know, connecting with you and, and kind of building this friendship and this relationship via social media and, and kind of the internet has been great. You know, it, it has its down, it, it definitely has its down points, but there's also some, some really great things happening. And, you know, and I'm, I'm really glad to be a part of, of this and, and to be a part of your circle. So thank you very much. And I'm glad to have you. It was something last week that happened and I thought about you. I had surgery and I, I don't know why you crossed my mind. But <laughs> and it was something weird. I was just like, I need to call her. And I never did, but mentally I like called you like multiple times. And I was like, I, <laughs> I can't remember. I'm always that, but I, remember I finally, I finally messaged you and I was like, I've been trying. I don't know what it yep. was. But it's good, I, and I'm grateful too. Because if not, I would be completely cut off from the world, you know. So I'm I'm grateful as well. So this is just the beginning, and I definitely um, will keep in touch. And um, listeners, I will make sure to have her information on my platforms. So um, you guys have uh, 
a powerful day. And if you ever need anything, especially stones, that's what really resonates with me with you is that you use stones. And that's, that's really uh, very powerful. And especially in health and healing and a lot of holistic things nowadays, that's a very popular thing. So, um, I just want people to understand that. But anyways, listeners, thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of Your Voice, Your Power. I'm Anika, and um, y'all have a powerful day.